This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Michael here in the studio. And today, again, joining me is Renee Chin. Renee is Pastor Tim's wife. If you listen to the podcast regularly, you will hear Pastor Tim. He is often our MC, sometimes uh, answers um, really, really hard questions. I love to throw him all the all the really hard ones. And uh, so Renee and Tim have been married for almost 34 years. They mm-hmm. just had their first grandbaby mm-hmm. two days ago, Easter Sunday. We are recording this two days after Easter. And uh, she is a sixth grade teacher in a public school. And uh, Renee has been at the Village Church with Tim for just over a year now. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we thought we'd bring her into the studio. And uh, we're talking about yesterday and today, just some of the unique dynamics of being in ministry and being the wife of someone who's in ministry. Mm -hmm. And so, Renee, here's kind of a fun question. And it's about your husband's sermons, not mine. We're going to talk about Tim's sermons now. Let's just be clear. Okay, okay. how do you critique your husband's sermons? So if I could just take a little pause for a moment and say, okay. as a dude, I know that when I'm done preaching, mm-hmm. I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, why did I do that? Then I have to go listen to it, right? Which is like, why did I do that? Why did I say that? You know, and thankfully, <laughs> uh, Tim's in the other room, but like, thankfully, our church is way more gracious mm-hmm. and responsive to us they than are. we are to ourselves, which mm-hmm. is so good and helpful. And it's one of the safest places to be a preacher, I think, is at the Village Church. Um, but like, knowing that we are our worst critics, yes. knowing that we beat ourselves up, yes. how do you critique? Because your husband isn't going to give a perfect message every week. You know, like maybe we, oh. hit a, we hit a grand slam once or twice, you know, a year or in our life. And most of them are base hits, let's be honest. Okay. Like not Tim necessarily. I'm just saying in life. In right? life. Okay. In life. That's on kind an of average. The, on an average, we get on base. You okay. Know? Maybe we bunt sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, how do you critique his sermons? Well... Poor Tim. He has to put up with me. As you mentioned earlier, I'm a sixth grade teacher and I love grammar and I love <laughs> to spell words. And poor Tim, oh, that's so you know, good. he comes from a mechanical background. So spelling and grammar were not his first choice in school. Um, so he has to deal with that all the time, whether he's preaching or not. Poor guy. Um, but as far as critiquing his sermons, I'm first of all, let me say that I am awed that God has chosen him to do that. Um, I would not ever want that responsibility to know that I'm using myself as a vessel for God to speak through to um, to encourage people would be okay. To point out their sin would not be as much fun. Mm. Um, to say God's truth in a loving way that you pray um, touches people's hearts. That's just a huge responsibility. And it's kind of funny that you ask, how do I critique that? Because part of me wants to just sit back and listen to the preacher, whether you know I know him intimately or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other part of me says, okay, oh, he shouldn't have said that. And <laughs> I, I like Brianne's buzzer idea. You know, nope, nope, not that one. Yeah, if she had uh, one, it, it would happen weekly. <laughs> 
three, four, five times a sermon. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know how many times I've had to just look down in my lap thinking, oh, that was not so good. <laughs> or trying to get his attention thinking, if I get his attention, maybe we can do something else. Um But as far as critiquing, I like what you said, Michael, you are your own worst enemy. And a part of that is being, um, being human. Mm. And you know that you want to be God's vessel and you want to speak God's words to God's people. And sometimes I would, I would assume that your, um, biases, your, I don't want to say prejudices, but maybe your soapboxes get thrown into those sermons as well. And you know, <laughs> not especially not on the podcast. There's never no. any rants or anything. Like you know, that, that's yeah. like the pastor that um, has to deal with a, a, a couple in the church who are having a particular sin. And then Sunday morning, that's what the sermon is on. You know, <laughs> honestly, that happens all the time. <laughs> People think I organize that. And I'm like, no, it is the providence it, of I God. Know. It is crazy. Well, and that's so interesting that, there's a whole different um, mentality between um, between what we're talking about. There, there are some churches that we've been um, to in the past where the pastor actually did take a problem of the week and make that the topic of his sermon, which is often, so often hard. To, not not wise. <laughs> not wise. <laughs> um, but I think that God works it in the pastor's hearts that this is the topic he wants spoken. And you going back to your baseball analogy, I don't know whether, you know, you hit a home run every week or or, um, get on base, but I I do know that every sermon, God touches somebody in different ways. And so I would, again, I would not want that responsibility. I'm very thankful that God has placed you and Tim and so many other pastors in that role to guide us in what he wants for our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as critiquing the sermon, I try to keep that in mind when I let him know he went too many minutes or he didn't um, say this word correctly or you know his grammar on that one was just really awful. Um, because I know that if he's saying God word, God's words, I need to be careful how much I critique. And I do know that he's his worst enemy, as you were saying. Yep. And so I try to very gently let him bring up the problems he thought he had and then agree or disagree. Yep. And then when, if and when he asks, so what else was there? To be very gentle. But um, because I... Maybe it wasn't a sermon that touched my heart, but God brings, you know, exactly the right person to hear exactly what he had to say. Yep. I think the best communicators on the planet, I'm firmly convinced of this, um, listen to themselves, watch themselves, mm-hmm. and invite other people to say the hard things, even mm-hmm. if it's gut-wrenching. Yeah. And um, and so there there is a, a part of Tim that I know and I appreciate about him is that he wants to be excellent mm-hmm. at whatever he does. He and does. Uh, and so I, I know that I go to Brianne and, and uh, I say just shoot me straight. Well, how was it? 
You know, I need to know. <laughs> like, I don't need you to like hide anything. Right. And there are some times where my heart is just really tender, mm-hmm. and maybe I'm exhausted, and I don't have the emotional space to hear mm-hmm. anything. And um, so, one of the things she does for me is she gives me a little bit of space. Absolutely. And uh, she's she a wise woman, right? And and honestly, sometimes right after the service, I'm like, all right, shoot me straight. What's going on? And sometimes, like, it'll be three days later. I'm like, mm-hmm. so Sunday, and she's like, honestly, I don't remember Sunday. And I'm like, enough said. Not impactful enough for you to even remember. Got it. Done. <laughs> you know. And, uh, but you know, that's just part of like the tenderness of our soul, but at the same time, the desire to be and steward these gifts Mm -hmm. the best way that we possibly can Mm -hmm. within our limited capacity, you know? Absolutely. But like every great communicator you ever see is, is constantly getting feedback or at least got feedback to a point where it brought them to that, that level. And I think our wives though, they have a way of telling us what we need to hear. I hope so. You know, and especially if you're. You're a communicator, so you understand that. You mm-hmm. talk for a living. You know, you tell kids what to do, and you understand mm-hmm. what gets through and what doesn't. And you can put yourself in the shoes of every woman in the church, you know, mm-hmm. and you can hear how they're receiving stuff. And you're smart enough to put yourself in the shoes of the men of the church. And and uh, I think as as husbands who want to be excellent, mm-hmm. your feedback is priceless. You know? Thank you. And it's especially good to know we're safe. Like, if you have a good marriage, mm-hmm. you can tell them, I'm going to be honest, bro, that one stunk. <laughs> Like, I don't even know where you're going with that. Now, Tim, yeah. don't worry. I've never had that experience with you, FYI, in case you're listening. But, um, <laughs> but you know, there are moments where, you know, there we are. know. We know. Sure. Like, that was not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was maybe I actually had a fall, hit a foul ball. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of Wait till your kids get older because you'll have oh, more goodness. than one. <laughs> They'll uh, help you with that. Yeah. yeah. Dad, you're irrelevant. Oh, good. <laughs> Thanks for that. Appreciate the encouragement. Oh, goodness. Um, so have there been um, uh, times where, you know, Tim's message for you has been literally just from the Holy Spirit? Oh, absolutely. And just like what you need. And then how do you, I mean, how do you tell him that? I don't know what it is. Um, usually the messages that he feels like he bombed the worst are the ones that speak to me the most. I'm saying, wait until I understand that. And the w- messages that he think went over well mm-hmm. are the ones that don't impact me as much. Mm-hmm. And so I have to, you know, he and I have talked about this, that maybe those are the ones that he had word perfect or that he spoke from his notes instead of from his heart mm. and vice versa. Yep. That's good. So how do you respond when other people criticize <laughs> his communication or preaching or mm-hmm. habits or tendencies because the best of the best sure are gonna are gonna have critics absolutely uh, how do you respond if you hear that kind of stuff do you want to punch him in the face arm wrestle him you know <laughs> well again i agree with something brianne said that our secondhand anger usually is a lot more fierce mm. than our firsthand anger tell me you don't like me but don't you tell me you don't like my kids or my husband <laughs> that's true that's good yeah <laughs> um So there have been, you know, people, again, are very willing and able to give their advice. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate the fact that they feel comfortable enough to say things that may not be always, um, you know, cotton candy and rainbows. Mm -hmm. Um, So I appreciate that. And I have to look at it from that light. And I'll say, well, thank you. You know, I'm sure, was there something in the sermon that did speak to you? Um, And try to get you know, get some positive feedback because sometimes people tend to be negative mm. um, and they just need to be reminded that there are positive sides too yep. so that they can think of both. Um, you know, we've had sermons where people were 
almost against what was said. Mm. And they've, you know, been willing to tell me about it and <laughs> tell Tim about that. And we just say, well, thank you for your opinion. And um, I know that Tim did a lot of research on this. And so if this is something you would disagree with, well, maybe that would be something for you to make an appointment, go talk to him about. For sure. Yep. So, yeah. The, how do I say this? Um, I love, even when people give me hard feedback, mm -hmm. I don't mind it. Right. Uh, it doesn't bother me. What I don't like is when it's not done out of love yeah. for me. It doesn't matter who you are. Like somehow is it like if you're a pastor, it's it's fair to throw darts. And it's like, well, since when when is it okay to be the most unloving mm -hmm. to a pastor? Like that doesn't make sense to mm -hmm. me. And and I got to say, by large a village, by and large a village, they've just been overwhelmingly incredibly encouraging. Oh, even, absolutely. even when I know it stinks, absolutely. like they're still <laughs> nice, which can be actually scary, you know. Yeah. And I have a private group of people who are very sure. clear with me, like, no, that wasn't good. They all lied because they like you. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but there was one time, this is so worth going into eternity on podcast world. Uh, I got up and preached a sermon and this dude comes out of my office and uh, little did he know that I knew that he wrote a letter anonymously and the letter okay. said, you're basically, I'm going to summarize, but this is basically what he mm -hmm. said, is you're not a good teacher and mm -hmm. so you're more of an evangelist. So it would do you well to go into the jungles and preach there and let real teachers do this job. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like making nice how yeah. like sharp it was. Uh-huh. And I remember reading it and I was like, huh, what do I do with that? You well, know, at least uh, at least you had a positive solution. Yeah. And it was signed a brother in Christ. And I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> like Thanks, brother. Thanks, brother. Like, honestly, my brothers like would never even speak to me like that. So <laughs> like, like I don't even know. So and that's just like I could have received the message mm -hmm. had it been done out of a heart for love for right. me, not just frustration because I didn't teach in a way that, you know, made them. Right. And the other hand, I was thinking, I'm thinking, I don't, I don't feel like I mince like words, you mm -hmm. know, I don't feel like I'm hovering over the text and just generically speaking for self-help points, you know, right. but, and uh, neither does Tim. And so that's where it's just funny feedback, but you know, it, yeah. it gets to a point where it's like, I welcome everything you have to say. Mm -hmm. I welcome you challenging ideas. Sure. I welcome you saying, I don't agree with that. I got an email from this Sunday saying, hey, you gave three interpretations to this one. How about a fourth one? What do you think? And it was so kind and it was so oh, encouraging. Nice. I want to just talk about it. Love that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, hey, you know, you've been mumbling a lot. That's really helpful to know. Thanks. Oh, yeah. You know, like I, I can do that if I don't pay attention. And, and uh, if you're over 65, you know, like you talk too fast, Michael. Mm -hmm. Yep, working on it. You should have heard me four years ago. <laughs> I'm like half speed, Michael, you know? Yeah. Well, I think it's also important to um, try to discern, is the person attacking the God's word? Yep. Or is the person attacking you? And what for? Mm. Is it because they're feeling very uh, guilty or pressured because this is something they need to change in their life and are fighting against it? Or is this a personal preference? Yep. Um, are they a visitor? Are they a friend? And yep. so all of those things need to be considered anytime um, critiquing is done. And as the pastor's wife, hearing that, I have to put that in in the forefront. Mm. You know, well, is this person attacking my husband? 
literally or are they grammatically grammatically that's right metaphorically or, <laughs> or are they attacking what god had to say yeah. and that's a whole different issue yes and we gotta we gotta wade through that and discern mm-hmm. that in our brains and respond appropriately right. but at the end of the day i know that our desire is to respond whether we're personally getting criticized mm-hmm. or you know you are getting a criticism about your husband right you know i speak for any ministry spouse sure. he, you know listening um there's how we want to respond which is with ferocity at times. But <laughs> no, then, but no. Never, Mm-mm. right, never. Uh, no. But then there's there's how we choose to respond, which sure. hopefully is we choose to respond out of our ideal self. This is who I want to be in this moment. Yes. I might have inappropriate, sinful, or immature emotions, mm-hmm. but doggone it, I'm going to try to overcome those that's and do right. what is right. Uh, and that's that's got to be hard. And I know when Brianne shared um, just overcoming maybe our natural in- sinful fleshly impulses, mm-hmm. Um, it's got to be pretty challenging because sure. I th- I think more people have come talk talk to Brienne about their complaints with me uh-huh. than they do me, which means she's actually getting complained to mm-hmm. a lot more than I am, mm-hmm. and so she, like being my wife is a sanctifying <laughs> experience. <laughs> but there's something about I find that with a lot of pastors, okay. you know, the wives do tend to get more the more public the person is, mm-hmm. the, you know, and that's. Maybe I don't know why. There's probably many reasons why, but um, but you, y'all as wives have a very special, profound, influential, impactful role mm-hmm. um, to support your husband, encourage him, be wise with that, and yeah. at the same time deflect people who are just mean, right. you know. And um, I'm sure there are things that people say to Brian that she never tells me, you know. There and, might be. Uh, and uh, just to know and have that wisdom of how to be that filter sometimes, right. uh, it's got to be really challenging. So, well, Renee. Yet. Any final things you want to say? I am just thankful that I don't have to be a preacher. And I am thankful that the trust and the relationship that Tim and I have that I see reflected um, in you and Brianna as well, that relationship of trust and love that we are valued mm. in our opinion. Amen. And whether it's before or after the sermon. <laughs> um, yep. And that... God has placed me, I'll speak for myself, that God has placed me in this role um, to keep me growing and to keep me um, seeking to be more like Christ. It's awesome. Well, tomorrow we're going to talk about a very, very fun subject. We're going to leave the subject of um, ministry and ministry wives mm-hmm. and spouses, and we're going to jump into what is it like to be a Christian teacher in a public school. Ooh. Can't wait to talk about that. So um, listeners, if you would join us tomorrow, that would be great. And I uh, want to thank Renee again for coming out and hanging out with us and having a conversation. And so listeners, could you do us three big favors as we close out? Number one, and for real, don't just block this out because we say this all the time. <laughs> we thrive on your questions. The harder, the better. I mean, just bring them on and we'll do the best of our ability to answer them. But submit a question. Uh, vcob.org you'll see a button that says Q&A podcast submit it there it'll take you less than one minute to do we would greatly appreciate it number two would you share this with a friend or with a foe and um, we would love to get this content into many hands and hearts as humanly possible and then finally number three would you please be so kind to rate and review this podcast appreciate you we will talk to you tomorrow